and welcome to the ID Talk podcast. My name is Peter Counter, and I'm the editor in chief of Fine Biometrics, which is reporting live from the Future Travel Experience Global Conference in Las Vegas. Eric Weiss, our multimedia editor, was on the show floor this week speaking to the biometrics and identity leaders. And in this special episode of ID Talk, recorded at FTE, he interviews Adam Tsao, co founder and COO of Airside. Tsao introduces Airside's privacy-forward technology, which he calls a new take on biometrics. Consent and humanity are strong themes in this interview, which touches on everything from Airside's encryption and time-based methodology to what it might take before we can achieve a frictionless airport experience. It's an interesting discussion on some sensitive topics, so let's get straight to it. Here is Fine Biometrics' Eric Weiss in conversation with Airside's Adam Sow, directly from FTE in Las Vegas. Uh, I'm here with Adam Sow, who is the co-founder and chief operating officer for Airside. So uh, uh, first of all, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. And uh, what is it that Airside is showing off here at FTE Global? What do you bring to the air travel industry? We at Airside have a slightly different take on biometrics. Uh, We believe that the individual should own and control their biometric data as well as their personal identity data. And so what we've created is a network that allows the individual to share their sensitive information and the sense of biometrics with many of the biometrics um, providers here at the show today. Uh, so, you, you, could you elaborate on like, what, what is it that's so important about privacy? Why is that such an important thing to bring to people, especially as you're trying to get people to start using, to start traveling again? It's really, identity is such a core part of our humanity um, that we feel like we should be protecting our digital side of that core part of our humanity, and that's where the privacy starts. Um, it is no one's right to take your information, your biometrics, and use it in a way that you're not, uh, you haven't authorized. And so it's hard to say prior to maybe Facebook and Cambridge Analytics what was going to happen when you gave all of your data to Facebook. Well, years later we now understand that all that stuff can be weaponized against you. So let's start right now and protect it and prevent um, your information and your biometrics to be used against you. So, so how does your app deliver that level of control to, to end users? We have, uh, Airside has created a proprietary um, patent technology that basically encrypts every transaction with a unique encryption. It's a license model that gives the user control to share the information that they want to share with who they want to share it with, uh, with for as long as, uh, for a time that's agreed upon. Um, and that license then allows the um, it's encrypted, and that license allows uh, the individual to share their data with a relying party. Somewhere along the way, the license expires, and the the relying party no longer has um, access to that data. Also, the individual has the right to revoke their license uh, through by just touching a button in the app, and that gives them uh, the ability to track and control how their information is being used by the relying party. So uh, that, that's the uh, kind of the uh, high-level overview. What does that look like in terms of the travel industry? What does it look like for the user experience? How do they use this app to get through an airport more quickly? Well, the key is uh, enroll once, use many. 
So nobody wants to have to enroll their biometrics every single stand in a line at the airports in order to skip a line at the airport. And so it's critical that we find a way for the individual to enroll and verify their biometric identity once and then protect it every single time they want to use it. And so for, for the airside standpoint, once you've done that, it's a click of a button to share and protect your ID with anyone for any trip. Um, so again, once you've done it, you, you know, you can use the same ID as long as it hasn't been, uh, hasn't expired for every single time you travel. Uh, and how does that differ from some of the approaches that we're seeing from other companies here? Like, what's it between this and like a more conventional database or gallery solution? Um, privacy, security, security. Uh, the, there's so much data associated with biometrics. If um, if there is a large central database, it will get hacked. There's no way around it. And so, at that point, you no longer have control of your information. It's not like a credit card where you can change the number. Your biometrics are bound to you and you're not about to go change your biometrics. So it's absolutely critical that it's secured from the very first the get-go. Uh, what's this gonna do for, for the user experience? We're still, like, I flew here, I, had, I got a paper boarding pass, I still had to present that, I still had to present my travel documents. How close do you think we are towards a fully paperless or, or documentless airport, airport experience? Oh boy, I, I don't. I think we're a long. To be honest with you, I think we're a long way from a fully paperless um, um, experience. But what we can do is um, using biometrics and using a privacy-based solution makes some of the worst um, friction points go away. So I don't think we're going to be ever completely paperless. But uh, I can see a world, for instance, one of the things that we're working with with the U.S. government and CBP and TSA that do allow for um, a much more seamless way through some of the more difficult choke points in travel. Uh, have, have you found at all that the past two years have, has COVID, the environment, the, the demand for touchless technologies, that like made people more willing to embrace these kinds of solutions? Um, I think the, the, the real issue is that travel is changing um, the way we move about is changing, the way we interact with people is changing, and so I would say that it's not touchless is not the right way to look at it so much as remote versus in person. And I think there, the, the aspects of um, biometrics that are maybe not necessarily curb to gate are less important, or, um, become less important versus um, keyboard, keyboard to curb. And so I think that's really what, where we're seeing the real, the real shift in demand. Uh, so we are here in December, which means it's time to, you know, for looks back and looks forward as well. What do you think is going to be the big trend in the air travel industry for 2022 for the next year? Uh, whatever, unfortunately, whatever the next variant is going to be, I, I fear we're going to be dealing with this for quite some time. Um, and really creating, creating flexible systems uh, that allow for enough verification that you feel comfortable, but not so much verification that um, you're stifling commerce and travel. Thank you very much. And so concludes our interview with Adam Sow, co-founder and COO of Airside. To learn more about the topics discussed in this podcast, visit airsidemobile.com. And to hear more interviews straight from the Future Travel Experience Conference, stay tuned to findbiometrics.com, where you can also participate in our 19th annual year in review survey. 
The Fine Biometrics Year in Review is bigger than ever this year, culminating in a full-day virtual event and with prize giveaways for survey respondents. So check out the show notes and click the link to get involved. We can't wait to hear what you think about biometrics in 2021. I want to thank Adam for participating in this episode, and thank you to Eric Weiss for conducting the interview. Our podcast theme music is by Logamrad. I have been your host, Peter Counter. Thank you for listening to the ID Talk podcast. Mm-hmm.